Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Green Room Podcast. I'm Matthew Bruni, and joining me once again is Colin Mitchell. In the flesh, right here. Colin. I'm not your dog. Colin. <laughs> we won! North Texas did it. North Texas won the yeah. NIT. My voice is a little hoarse. Mm-hmm. My, um, my arm's a little sore. Fist Colin's bump. out here going crazy. Fist, bump fist, bump fist bump. Um... Shout out to Tony and the uh, UNT Alumni Association yeah. for hosting an awesome get together. There were a bunch of them across the North Texas region. We went to one in McKinney. Yeah. Um. So shout out to to y'all for setting set up that great event. We did yep. not win a raffle, unfortunately, but kind of salty about that. But we won an IT championship. But they, we won an NIT championship. North Texas defeats UAB. I don't even have the final score in front of me. Sixty-eight, sixty-one? Question mark. Um, I Big guess, I huge guess. Guess on the podcast, Colin. Sixty-eight, sixty-one. Colin is right as always. Um, an incredible win to to cap off an incredible season. Just, I mean, we're gonna just we we can we're gonna sit here and rave about this team and this program and this coaching staff for the next thirty minutes. We do have a special guest joining us. Uh, very at least soon. one. At least, at one. least one. If yeah. the others replied by text, then we'll have multiple more. But at least one. At this moment. Oh, we got two on the way now. We got two now. <laughs> just tell him. Just tell him. Ask him when. Um, 11, 11.50? 11.45? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. We better get we better get guest number one on the phone. Yeah, I know. We need to get guest number one on the phone. Whenever you can. Uh, we'll see what he says then. All right. Um, we'll recap the game. We'll give our we'll thoughts do that. on the game. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do all that after. We, we, you know what we do when we win championships here? We just, we just start calling people. Yeah. And um, first is... Do I need FaceTime audio properly? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. First is none other than Dream Dowling. What a man. Former North Texas coach. Uh, yeah. Obviously was at Kansas State this past year. Um, oh, wait. He said, I'm on Vegas time. All right, sorry, big time now. All right, let's let's call up Reem. Dream on the phone. <laughs> Need lots of editing this podcast. I know. <laughs> Make um. Sure that, okay, yeah. Well, it'll be. Yo, what's up, Reem? What's up, man? How how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Just watch my brothers uh, um, win the championship, big time fashion on the big time stage. Woo, we are uh, live on the podcast, man. We are. Uh, we just sat down, started recording. We said we got to start calling people. We got you. We got Ren. I said we got to get. We got to get Coach B and Ross on the phone. We got to get the whole squad here. So, um, well, first, what what did you think? What did you think of the win? Uh, it's an indication of who Coach Mac Ross, uh, Maddie B, Dre, Louie, um, Jared, Mikey. Uh, is this an indication of what those guys are about, man? Believe, serve, and compete. And they did it all the way to the end, and I'm not surprised at all. Like, bro, my man, they didn't have Abu, obviously. Hope everything's yeah. good with him. I mean, didn't have Abu. Uh, Tyree's hand was was messing with him the whole game. But Aaron Scott, let's talk about Aaron Scott for a second. Man, that dude is, he is an, he is a, he's an animal. I don't know that I can talk about names uh, just because of rules, but all I know is those players, they play like their coaching staff. 
Yeah. They play like their coaching staff. They think they execute like their coaching staff, and they compete at a high level on both ends of the floor. And the defense is just stifling. Dude, yeah. I don't know. Did you watch any of the uh, the prior games, the Oklahoma State and Wisconsin games? Absolutely, absolutely. Any anytime they're playing, I'm watching. Anytime I'm playing, they're watching. Those are my brothers. I, I, I watch them every chance I get, yeah. whether it's on the hotel screen, ESPN Plus, on my phone. I'm watching and just sharing my views with them like they do with me for my games. Yeah. Last thing before we let you go, uh, if you had to uh, summarize your first season at K-State, how are you summarizing it? Because that was awesome. Um, Crazy fake, man. Like Coach Tank says, crazy fate, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, uh, the players had the same belief as Coach Tang and being able to do anything that they put their mind to. And um, they prayed about it a lot and they put in the work with the prayers, just like Coach Mack does with his program. And um, it's crazy fate, man. It's been a crazy fun year and uh, no better way to watch my brother's um get another championship at North Texas. Yep. Well, um, hopefully next year we'll see you in the front dancing with Coach Tang when y'all are yeah. bef- before the game. I got to slim down some, man. That's a lot. It, it's a hard <laughs> one. It, 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 uh, it's a lot of work in that little bit of, in that minute, it's a lot of work. That's a lot of abs. <laughs> I, I will say, I will say, some of your best IG lives were before y'all's games in Madison Square Garden. Yeah, for sure. Oh, oh man, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Um, it. It was a fun time. You guys know I've been doing this, you know, so it's uh, it's fun that I was able to do it on the stage in yeah. a tournament and be seen yeah. in different cities, you know. Yeah, man, yeah, we're not we're not new to it, man. We're not new to it, but. Well, all right, we'll let you go. We'll let you go. We wanted to get your your uh, your voice on hey, here. Congr- congratulations to, to you too, man, because y'all been there from day one. Um, y'all been around, and um, y'all, you know, stayed the course the whole time in North Texas and showed love. Um, and um, this is y'all championship too, man, so congrats to the both of y'all. Hey, Thank man. you, man. Appreciate, Appreciate that. Appreciate it. We're, we're, we're going to get a shirt. We got to make sure they, <laughs> they, they hold the shirt for us. Yeah, yeah so. exactly. Exactly. That's, that's what we got to do. Right, man. All right, Reem. We'll talk to you later, man. See ya. What a guy. Wow. All right, let's do our... Uh... All right, four minutes before we got to make our next call. Oh, he said he's ready to go? Yeah, he said... That's it. I thought he was on Vegas time. Yeah, he said nine minutes. Four minutes. We're good. Okay. All right. We're going to talk about four minutes here. All I, I, I kind of mentioned it, but Aaron Scott, dude. But that dude. Everyone, it's it's hard to point out one player because, yeah, we can say Aaron Scott because he had that basically Thomas Bell block last game, and then tonight he went yeah. crazy. But you have Tyler Perry hitting, running down the wing threes. You have Kai Huntsbury hitting threes. You have uh, just Ruben, Ruben going off this tournament. Yeah. So... I mean, everyone stepped up. I mean, Mulai Sissoko in an impossible situation, doing Ramadan fasting, and then having to start and play 30 minutes a game. Like, the team overcame a lot. Tyree Eden mm. is written his hand, broken hand, apparently. Yeah. I had no idea his hand was broken. And he played, what, like, probably like 12 minutes tonight? Yeah, something like that. That's crazy. I mean, it is unreal how, like, resilient this team is. Like, we've, 
we've watched a lot of sports in college basketball and you know in any sport really but really basketball specifically for us like we've watched a lot of it it's just like there are those teams that just like refuse to lose almost inevitable and it sounds cliche but like there's a lot of teams you watch it's like it's not that way Mm -hmm. it's really not and regardless of the talent level on the team because it goes back to what we said it's like they're not the most talented team like Jordan Walker, that UAB team was supposed to be like a top 25 team. Yeah. Like talent wise. And for them to be down basically two starters, Abu and Tyree. Like that's how we're going to phrase it. Like they were down two starters because they're able to bring Ruben, started Ruben, um, started Moolai, like you said, and just gut out wins over Oklahoma State, Wisconsin, and now UAB. Yeah. Back to back to back is... It's insane. Especially with the pressure on, on you, right? Like, this yeah. isn't just a normal season. This is Grant, you're assuming, is gone. Yeah. You got the the stage and facing UAB again and hoping you don't lose to another tournament. You got Tyler Perry, the Jelly Walker, mm-hmm. you know, dynamic there. There was a lot going against them. And like you said, they always seem to win. And it, You see a lot of teams that have a good record, but they don't look like they match it. This team yeah. overcomes... Like Tyler Size, for example, yep. and he just hits big shots. You got the all the injuries. Everybody overcomes everything, and there's no excuses on this team. I mean, the coaching staff, just from top to bottom, Graham McCaslin, and we'll talk about the whole McCaslin in a bit. But yeah, we'll do that after we McCaslin, <laughs> Ross, B. I Marim I named them all, but like the work that they've done. Yeah, this is not this is not probably if you went down and ranked the rosters in terms of talent. In, in, in college basketball, I'm not sure this is a top 100 talent roster. I agree. Like, I really don't think so. Like, I love, like, Tyler, I love all these guys. But, like, they were either JUCO, Division two, you know, transfers, you know, so on and so forth. Like, Sissoko didn't start playing basketball until he was 16. Yeah. Like, it's just like... Kai didn't play basketball two what, years ago. What they've done with this roster, and not only instilling their culture, but then also, like, expanding from it. Being mm-hmm. able to adapt, play faster in the NIT... Um, locked down when it matters most. I mean, and that that's an interesting one. You just mentioned playing fast in the NIT because we saw all the season yeah. they refused to. Mm-hmm. And then tonight, especially in against Wisconsin, okay, you want to run? I guess we'll try it. And they they do it. Like you said, they overcome everything. Yep. And they, they, it doesn't matter about talent. doesn't matter about anything. So I'm just going to get to the question. Do you, is this the greatest North Texas basketball team? Well, we got to call Ren. Oh. It's 11.45. We said we're going to call Ren. Okay, well, hit him up. It's ask him. <laughs> ask him. Uh, we'll answer that question though in a bit. Let's do FaceTime audio again. I think that worked well. You want me to hold it? Yeah, you can hold it. Man. You were holding it kind of close last time. I was a little worried. How you doing, Ren? Good. How are you? Oh, we're great. You're yelling already. I mean, I'm ready to go. <laughs> we're on cloud nine right now. I mean, you couldn't write a story. You couldn't write a storybook with a veteran. Man, we uh. Well, first of all, I'm in Dallas for the the women's final four, and so we're together. We went to one of the alumni association gatherings and watched it with all the fans, and so it was great. Um, how, how about that, man, man? That was two great games. Oh, man, just amazing. I was, I I can't really. Describe. We had. We were just talking to uh, Coach Reem earlier, and it's just like this staff. This team is just so tough. I mean, it is incredible. I mean, you know, you've seen it year after year, just how tough they are. It's like 
it doesn't matter what situation they get in, they just find ways to win. And it's like, I mean, you coach basketball. You, it's like, it is not easy to do that. Like, it sounds easy, but it's not. No, and, and you know, and, and they're always playing uh, their best at the end. And you just look at the development of players over the course of the year. I mean, like Kai. Yeah. I mean, he he was a, just an absolute killer tonight. You know, like, I mean, he made so many big plays. And, if you know, if you were there early in the year, yeah. um, you know, like he was struggling. But those, but those guys just do such a great job of developing um, players individually and then getting them to play unselfishly and play together. And, uh, I mean, they're almost always playing their best ball at the end. And, and uh, I think that that's what every coach strives to do. But it's so much, as you said, so much harder, uh, easier said than done. So. Like, what was what was it like? Obviously, you handed them the trophy. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Big Time, uh, chairman <laughs> of the NIT over there. Uh, what was that like for you to, to give them that trophy? Obviously, after, you know, your whole – after everything you've been through. Yeah, it was a blast. Um, you know, because I, you, you – it's, it's fun always to see kids in that moment because you, know, you know how much they put into it. But – um, you know, obviously knowing all of them and, and having spent uh, the first uh, part of their, their season uh, there with them and the relationship that I have with those coaches and, you know, the managers and, and uh, you know, everybody. Um, uh, yeah, I had to appear impartial and dress impartial, yeah. but, but in, in my heart I was not impartial, that's for sure. Yeah. So once it was over, uh, you know, to, to be able to, to do that, um, I, it's one of the most special moments I've had in my career. You know, like, because you just, um, not very often do you get to script one out like that. And, you know, athletics is a, a, a business that is great and fun and rewarding because you get to see young people grow and develop. But it's also heartbreaking because you usually uh, lose your last game. Yep. And so um, to be able to uh, to do that was really special. And, and I'm, I'm grateful for that opportunity. Man, I mean, that's just, what a moment. What a moment. Colin was critiquing. He said... <laughs> you, need, you need to re. He wants to. He wants a crack at redoing the trophy. He wants his own shot at designing the trophy. Yeah, I thought. It, I thought. I, I thought it could use a little bit of a, a more extravagant revamp. Yeah, you know, I I, I hear you. Uh, you know, but at the end of the day, you can build a fancy trophy case there, and then you can just you can just put all your money in designing the trophy case. Very the fair enough. NIT championship trophy case, dude. So. Man, I can't wait to see that banner hang. That's that's that, that's the four be great year too. stretch. The four year stretch, like obviously, Grant, you know, six years in total, and the first two years were kind of rebuild. But like the four year stretch going from twenty twenty to now, I mean, West uh, obviously regular season title, Purdue win last year, regular season title, and then this year NIT win. I just that's a stretch. I can't, I can't, I can't believe how amazing the stretch was because that is uh. That is quite the quite the run, and you were there from the from the beginning, man. No doubt. Well, and even you know the the, the year we won the CBI championship. Yeah, yeah, sure. that's true. So, so so this group of coaches and and you know those players over the last few years uh, won a CBI championship, a, a regular season championship. Um, you know, won a won a Two tournament championship, class, yeah. won won an NIT championship, and won an NCAA tournament game. And yeah. uh, you know, almost. Almost all of those things have never been done, uh, and so uh, just 
what a what a run and, and and what great memories and there was there was I'm sure you guys saw a really good contingent of North Texas fans there tonight yep. probably yeah. two to one over what UAB had and um, you know the, to be able to give hugs to Laura Wright the board chair a guy like C Dan Smith who who never misses anything and you know just just so many people like that um, you know that with tears in their eyes and uh, you know it, it was a special moment and it's been a special run for sure yeah well. We'll let you go. Um, last thing I'll say that, um, well, I guess I won't say it, but it's but the win over Wisconsin and the win over Oklahoma State, like defensively, yeah. I just could not believe. You know, they held Wisconsin without a point for nine minutes. Ren, I, I couldn't believe what I was watching. <laughs> I could, I couldn't believe what I was watching. But, anyways, um, we'll let. And, you know, Wisconsin, uh, I watched them several times this year because they were on our watch list pretty closely in the, in yeah. the, in the NIT committee. And, um, you know, and, and Wisconsin's a battle-tested team. I mean, I think they had nine Q1 and Q2 wins, and so they had a lot of losses. But, man, they had some yeah. they had some great, great wins. And, and every game they had was close um, all year long. They did. There was hardly any blowouts one way or the other. So when they got – shot the ball like they did which was highly yeah. unusual there yes, early yeah i thought man it's just not our night and then when they were up double digits and and we just couldn't close that i just you know i'll be honest like i didn't think it looked yeah <laughs> no it didn't it did not it did they not. don't surrender they don't surrender those kind of leads but uh man north texas just just really locked down and that's a cr- huge credit to, to ross hodge who's uh who grants entrusted with that defense and he yeah. does one of the best jobs in the country and um, and, and you know everybody knows that there's been schools that's, that's tried to hire Grant over the years, and, and uh, but but I can tell you there's been Power Five schools that offered Ross considerably more money to, to go and be on their staff, and um, and he stayed loyal to, to North Texas too, awesome. and so uh, he deserves a lot of credit for for his role and the success as well. Yeah, 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 that's awesome. Well, we'll we'll let you go. We'll let you out on the the Vegas streets at eleven o'clock at night. Mr. NIT and Mr. West Virginia, Ren Baker, thank you for joining us, man. I appreciate both of you very much and uh, just want everybody in North Texas to know that um, I, I, I love and appreciate everybody there. So happy for everybody. Enjoy this and uh, congratulations. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, Ren. We'll talk to you again soon. All right. Thank you. See you, man. Wow. What a guy. Great guy. What a podcast. It's not over. It's not, I don't even know. I don't know what to do with my hands anymore. Just um, let me send some texts out overall. Um, well, I guess I'll answer the question for you before we talk okay. to Is this the greatest North Texas team ever? Is it the greatest North Texas team ever? Basically, we're comparing this against the Purdue team. I I'm going to say yes. I think so. I think we are comparing. I think it's. I, th- I think it's impossible to say no just because of the circumstances in which this team was under. You have. Everything against you in the uh, in going into the tournament in, in terms of you know grant rumors, you wanted to go to the championship game. You lost UAB in, in conference championship. Not only that, you lost out on your regular season conference championship. So yep. there was a lot. You know, you lost a lot of what you're used to. Yeah. Then you come out injured. Doesn't matter. Yeah. OSU's bigger than you. You beat them. Wisconsin goes on a crazy run to start the game, and then you hold them to nine. Point, or just no points in the last nine minutes. Yep. And then UAB, you got to face the elephant in the room, and you do that with just emphatic 
fashion yeah. and Tyler hits a face in the guy or yeah, Tyler hits a three in the face or I guess a long two in the face two. of the guy that, that showed up in the conference tournament against him. So I think you kind of worded it well. This this game felt like it was it was the rematch that we needed. Yeah. It, this was closure. We talked about it before. It's like if they played Utah Valley in this game and they won, it would have been like, great, this is an awesome win. Like we'd still be very, very happy. It adds something extra to this game, that fact that it was UAB. If they would have lost, we would have been like, it hurts. Like it stings. Yeah. Like because you lost UAB again, this is someone you're going to the American with next year. Conference rival, all that stuff. The fact that you beat UAB third time in four games, let's not forget, even though they didn't have Jordan for, for one of them. Yeah. It doesn't matter. The fact that you did beat UAB, you got over the hump, the, like you said, the elephant in the room where Jordan Walker just shut you down and basically said, your season's over yeah. in the conference tournament. And let's not let's not get it twisted. He had a great game tonight, too. He was awesome. Yeah. I mean, he is, he's a great player. Yeah. Like, flat out. And they are a great team. Mm-hmm. Like, for my money, again, you, we were talking about this all the way back. You look at this North, uh, this NIT run. Alcorn State is Alcorn State. That's what I was going to... I almost asked Ren, but I, I didn't want to ask Ren because I don't want to put him on the spot. But I was like, I was going to be like, Ren, I just want to say thank you for Alcorn State in the first round and Sam Houston in the second round. <laughs> thank you for not putting us with the big, for uh, with uh, for Vanderbilt or whatever else. But I didn't, so I was like, I don't want to put him on the spot. But anyways, but still, remove Alcorn. Sam Houston State, top 75 team. Good team. All year. Very, very good team. Got hot, won that game. Awesome. Um... Oklahoma State, as we know, bubble team, probably a top 50 team in the 43rd country. 43rd in the net. Yeah. Elite. So, um, then Wisconsin. And like like Ren just said, that is a team that comes from the Big Ten, has a lot of really good wins, has lost a lot of close games, which they talked about in the broadcast. And they had their best player injured as well um, for most of the season, Tyler Wall. Yeah, Tyler Wall was out a lot of the year as well. Beat them. Then you go and beat UAB. I mean, that is a stretch of four games. Top 75, top 50, top 50, top 50. Yeah. Yeah. And I, Sam Houston was the only one that was home, let's remember as well, because Oklahoma State was on the road. Yeah. And then it was neutral, neutral. And again, always something, again, that was always the elephant in the room is this team never had big wins outside of Purdue. That's what we but talked in the, about. But in the non-conference, it's always like, why didn't they beat Arkansas this year? Why did they lose by 33 points to St. Mary's this year or whatever it was? You did all of you. You proved every everybody wrong. It's the complete culmination of what anybody could ever want from a basketball program. And when we're talking to Ren... You you named it off, or he named it off, two conference champion regular season conference championship, tournament championship, NCAA tournament win, and then you have the NIT. Most schools don't get that, and I don't know of any schools that have done that in a f- five year period. Yeah, and and as CBI is like a is the starter. Yeah. So I mean, when you think about it, North Texas fans, as a North Texas fan, were spoiled, a- incredibly <laughs> spoiled. Like it is beyond spoiled. I was talking to myself in the, uh, I don't know which quarter it was, second or third quarter, where UAB looked like it was retaking momentum. I was like, you know what? Even if they lose this game, it's been a great season. Like, we were spoiled. Like, all that stuff. Then they go and win the freaking game. Like. In an insane way. We take for granted, even though we try our best not to take for granted, we take for granted this team winning games like this. Yeah. This team winning games like Wisconsin. Like Oklahoma State. Like. There are great teams that would have lost one of those three games. One of these three yeah. games. North Texas won all three of these games. Yep. Like, literally, Purdue lost to a 16 seed. Like, you go down the list of, te- of te- teams that are very, very talented 
that lose two teams probably worse than what North Texas just beat three times. Obviously, they lost to Fairleigh Dickinson, which is whatever. But, like, you get what I'm saying? No, yeah. It's like this run, if they did this, like what FAU has done is obviously on another level. Like that Final Four. Oh, yeah. You know, beat Tennessee. um, Kansas State. Kansas State. Like, yeah, that's great. Like, this is a, a great run in itself. Like, it is approaching that level run for me. No, I, I completely agree. And it's, like, it's not Final Four, but Jesus no, Christ, but you're also look who doing, they beat. But you're also doing it against teams that exploit, should exploit the weaknesses that your team has, yeah. theoretically. OSU was really big. Huge. They somehow out physicaled mm-hmm. OSU. Wisconsin went on a run, and you sometime, somehow score scored. 41 points sco- in the first half. Yeah, they scored 41 points in the first half. No. You, get cl- you keep it close enough. And then yeah. you just stop them. Yeah. And then against UAB, all of a sudden Tyler Perry is hitting transition threes, flying to the corner. Yeah. And then hitting a two in someone's eye like that. This team is not that. Like if you if you describe this year's team, it's slow. They don't score a lot of points. Mm-hmm. And when they have guards that are really good, I mean, we saw it yesterday or two days ago with Chucky Hepburn, and then tonight or uh, conference tournament with Jelly Walker, they have trouble with that. Yeah. And they overcame it all. What? Two things. First thing being like, like we said, is that we were wait. We wanted this team. It's funny. We wanted this team to have like a moment to hold on to. Yeah. Remember that. Yeah. We were talking about that two weeks ago. Like, damn, you know, they've. It's awesome that they, you know, went had this great record, all this stuff. But we have nothing to hold on to from this season. Yeah. And that was what really let us down. We so we said, you know, you got to be Oklahoma State. You beat Oklahoma State. You give us something to hold on to. It's great. You're done. Yeah. Then they go and win two more games and win the NIT. Yeah. And can hang a banner. Like, it is... It is ridiculous how impressive what we have just watched is. Yeah. It's, I can't put it... I can't be any simpler in what I'm saying. Well, it's because you couldn't have guessed it at the time when, when all the... When the team started to go toward a downtrend. When they lost against UAB, they were down 20-2. to two Yeah. In that, in that like, like, like you're team. like, okay, well, I guess this is the end of the season. Yeah, and then Abu doesn't play. Abu doesn't play. Evie's hurt and all this stuff. You're like, okay, well, surely the wheels will fall off at some point. This staff does not let the wheels fall off. Yeah. Like, regardless of what the score is in the game, they might lose some games, but they don't let wheels fall off of games. Yeah. That's been, that was, that's been the case since they joined, since they got here. Yeah. They never got blown out, really. Yeah, I mean that's what made the Rice loss this year so jarring. Remember, I told <laughs> yeah. you like they've lost like five games all like I don't know what that was, but it was something ridiculous where they've only lost like five games by double digits or something. Like they don't get blown out. Yeah, it's like and then I text you as well when Wisconsin was. I was like the only teams that can beat them are teams that get hot in the postseason. Wisconsin, UAB to a degree, Villanova in the in the NCAA tournament. Like I don't I just. Very spoiled run of basketball. Very, very spoiled. I don't want to take it for granted. This is an absolutely unreal stretch of basketball, dude. It's, and the, the funny thing is, I remember coming into the season being like, this guard trio, if they play the way we think they could play, they can win the conference. Oh, well, yeah. What just won them in the NIT? The guard play. Tyler Perry, Kai Huntsbury, Ruben Jones, dude. Yep. Those dudes are just, they're just hoopers, man. Tough as they come, great defensive players overcome any shortcomings they have. Aaron Scott is a warrior, absolute yeah. monster, another level player, honestly. just awesome. Um, Sissoko, like we mentioned, all heart banked in a like a eighteen footer. <laughs> I forgot about that. Made me so happy. Like 
was it like the perfectly officiated game? No. Mm-hmm. Like Obviously by the two shot clock sure. violations that yeah. counted. <laughs> North Texas got a couple of shot clock violations. But at the end of the day, they shut down UAB. Um, UAB gets a line 30-something times. When I last looked at the end of the game, it was like 31 times. 31 times to North Texas 9. So it's not like UAB wasn't, you know, getting yeah. some calls yeah. here. Um, it's just... It's just unreal the way that there he was the way that this staff was able to mold this team to like we said overcome and just find a way to win, dude. Yeah, I mean, there's like you said the toughest team, toughest, toughest team, team wins, toughest team wins. Um, all right, anything else on this team, this this game, this season? Just I mean, what are what what a better way to send out Grant? Yeah, what a, what a better yeah we could start talking about it now because uh, we don't have a text back from. They're celebrating. Coach. They're celebrating. They're celebrating. They're celebrating. <laughs> we got two. We got two guests. At the Reem great guests. Reem and Rin. Great we can't, guess. can't ask for anything more. No, I mean, what, what I say is the last podcast, storybook ending. What a better Absolutely. way. What a better way to end it. And I think that's Ren. what Ren was alluding to as well. Right. I mean, you, you build it up from literally basically nothing of a basketball program. CBI, win championships. All the rumors are flying around. And you say, listen, guys. One more run. Yeah. That and might be you, the most impressive thing about this run is doing it with Graham McCaslin going to take. Like it being a done deal. Oh, yeah. Because you know it's a done deal when everyone's tweeting about it. All the official guys. I mean, Jeff Goodman, obviously. And then the second, obviously, the game ends. It's it's a done deal. So yeah. they knew. They had to have known. And Dude. the fact that you're able to do that, have the will to still want to play, like that just shows the character not only of the coaching staff but of the players as well. And that's... That to me is the greatest thing ever. Is that Grant was able to build up this great culture, and it, it, he got he he got the fruits of his labor. Yeah. He got the NIT championship. The, again, like you said, the toughness of this team to not fold. Yeah, dude, they were down eleven at Wisconsin. You know how easy it would be to just be like, pack it in. Grant's leaving. Yeah, like we're our, we're down two starters. Grant's leaving. Like let's just go home. Yeah, they didn't like, I. I want to say, like, Grant, what he has built here, obviously, is special. Like, it is just an un- unbelievable run here. And I think what shows me, tells me the most about his his um, character beyond what we've seen over the past six years. Like, we know him. We we are, we know what he is about. The fact that he stayed and coached the same team through the NIT yep. is not normal. No, it's not. It's not. 75% of coaches would have been gone. Yeah, probably. Well, they he genuinely cares. That's that's the difference. Like yeah. he is on a different level of caring. And every obviously like every single, you know, coach and stuff always all like always comes off as like very personable for the most part, you know, unless if you're like a Jim Beheim or whatever. <laughs> um, but you know, a lot of them come off as really personable guys that you can, yeah. you know, th- he is a different level of person. Yeah. And that's what has taken this program to another Because level. he puts his all into it. 100% just, of him goes into it. It's just different, dude. Yeah. Still, like, I'm over here at LSU covering Matt McMahon, who uh, was at Murray State. Had a really good run at Murray State, right? Um, obviously, he had John Morant. He had Cameron Payne, so on and so forth. Yeah. Grant didn't have those guys. No. Like, this was him. He started with Roosevelt Smart. Rose and DJ. Shout, Shout out, out Roosevelt Smart. And DJ. And DJ, but DJ DJ's played a lot more recently. And Ryan Woolridge. Ryan Woolridge. Like Tope Arikwe, Shane Tamara. Go through that team. Man, that team's crazy. That one of CBI. <laughs> that team is actually crazy. That team one of CBI. Duffy. Dude. Duffy. Go down the list, dude. And those are all really good players. But like for 
my point is that he didn't have a John Morant to fall back on. No. You know what I mean? Like, and th- what he has built at North Texas is him and this coaching staff. Like, yeah. people he trusts. Yeah. People that have not changed very much. Reem left last year. Like, he was there for the long haul. Yeah. Really. I mean, Ross, there for the long haul. B, long haul. Like, Jared, uh, Jared, the, the manager, there for yep. the long haul. Long like, haul. it's just, like, what he is and what this team is. And, obviously, the hope now moving forward is that that doesn't change. And we know Ross. A lot of people don't know Ross nearly as well as Grant, because you shouldn't. But, um... I think Ross is cut from the the same cloth. I think so too. Now, will that guarantee success? I can never guarantee success from a head coach any change. Like I just oh yeah, like personally, like I I think he will do well. Um, well, here's the thought: it's it's I think it's the best possible hire you could have made. I think so, because this isn't just a one year thing, right? That's my whole thing with um, who did it, um. It Baylor football. I'm just gonna go off a whole different branch. Okay. <laughs> I think it was Baylor football. Correct me if I'm wrong. Baylor football. After Matt Rule left, they hired like an interim and they fell off, and then they hired David Ranta. Ranta Regardless, I say that because like there have been a lot of situations where it's been like a one year thing or a two year thing, right? And the coach leaves, they hire you know the person who was was the high head assistant. This wasn't a one or two year thing. Like, this was six years. Yeah. And that's why I have confidence. Not only that, it's six years with Ross being heavily involved in how this heavily team plays. Involved. I mean, the defense is his. He is. He was the yeah. defense in a and, lot of ways. And, I mean, he's he's in the huddle with a clipboard a lot, too. It's not just Grant out there because Ross was in there. And yeah. he's a great recruiter, too. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, he's... It should be the same, ideally, Right. Ideally. Obviously, there's going to be a difference. It's not there will be di- the offense will look different. Yeah, there's the, going to the be differences. Players will be different. Like it will be a different team, a different roster. You're not going to change coaches and it be the same. I don't care of how similar not. those of course coaches not. are. We'll just have to see if it works. But I mean, like you said, we have been spoiled to this point. Yeah. Absolutely spoiled, and we will continue to expect this team to be very competitive in the new conference. Keep which is probably, well. which I didn't think, is probably going to be a lot better than Conference USA was this year. Yes. I mean, you have Memphis alone. Well, I just didn't think about that Memphis, at first. FAU, like, like I didn't think FAU Memphis. was going to be this good. I didn't think, you know, Charlotte toward the end. And was Dusty May staying at FAU. Yeah. So, um, it gets real interesting real quick. Uh, like you said, I think this was the right choice to promote Ross. We know Ross. We've seen Ross at practice. We know what he's about. Mm-hmm. He's awesome. Um, Congratulations to him. Congratulations to Grant McCaslin. Oh, yeah. Because... No one deserves it more. Dude. He's at a top 10 job in the nation. Absolutely deserves this um, this opportunity this, from the support he'll get. And I think uh, North Texas fans don't have a problem with him leaving. Uh, they just want Texas Tech fans to treat him correctly. Oh, yeah. They want Texas Tech fans to understand what he has done. Yep. And what he is. Because this isn't just... Like I said, this isn't... This isn't a hire of somebody who was good for two years or something like that. Like Florida, you know, like I look at like a lot of the SEC was hiring coaches like from New Mexico State, San Francisco, so on and so forth. It's like what he did at North Texas is better than any mid-major coach. Dennis Gates is at Missouri right now um, from Cleveland State. It's like what Graham McCaslin has done. Graham McCaslin has done more than any of the new SEC coaches that I've that I've covered yeah. this year. 
Like, that's how good of a candidate he is. Yeah. He is unquestionably a good... And he is... I mean, you could argue he's, like, more proven than a guy like Jerome Tang. You know? A Jerome Tang comes fresh off of Scott Drew's... Bench, oh, yeah. Obviously, where he was the associate coach. But, like, you cannot... There's no more boxes that he can check. Yeah, this is it. He is... He at the peak of what he could have done. He has done the absolute most. Yep. Um, if you're a Texas Tech person watching this, maybe, or something, like, he is going to fill out his own staff. Uh, we assume like he's gonna have to get some recruiters on there, and all that stuff. He'll have to, you know, compete with the big boys now. But like, there's nothing more you can ask from a head coach, um, leaving a mid major. Yeah, at this point, like, so all I just all respect to Grant, man. We we love Grant on this on this podcast. We love Grant and Denton, dude. Just unbelievable guy, unbelievable run, crazy. It has the joy. That he and this staff have brought us over the past six years, dude. Think about it. Well, like no one uh, to anybody, no one, no one watched North Texas basketball. Exactly. No one went to the Collin County UNT Alumni Association's yeah. thing in McKinney. No one did that. No yeah. one did it in Denton. And yeah. then here we are now. They watch have it in five different cities. Watch parties, like people yeah. traveling to Las Vegas. I mean, Purdue. I even. traveled in here yeah, to, to watch yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, not really, but <laughs> kind of, <laughs> but. That that's the thing. You, the way he built hope with his team, he built hope with the fans in terms of yeah. the culture and and everything. Because he he's helping fans be able to dedicate themselves to the team because he's so dedicated to the team. Yeah, and and I think that's what showed the most. Yeah. So it has been a huge part of our life over the last six years. Think Insane. about it. Insane. Isn't that years. weird? Like I was a sophomore when he was hired. Yeah. And we were in the GAB doing this podcast. Since then, yeah, we were in the GAB doing this podcast. I remember one of the titles of one of the podcast names, Dawn of the Duffy. Dawn of the Duffy. Yep. Yeah. Like just such a big part of our lives and the joy that we've had watching and covering this team. Yeah. <sighs> Crazy. It's, it's been amazing. It's been amazing. So thank you to Grant McCaslin. Thank you to this North Texas basketball team. Thank you to everybody who was at the alumni event watch party. Yeah, that was, was awesome. Uh, go check out our Twitter if you haven't already to watch Colin just throw his shoulder out, just going crazy. And <laughs> yeah, when Tyler hit that, did that long two in Jelly's eye, that was crazy. Man, what a moment. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we go from a year where we didn't have much to hold on to, to now we have everything to hold on to. Everything. I have too much. Too much. Really. Carry yeah. over to next year. So yeah, we'll see how all that goes. Um, we thank y'all for joining us. As always, um, you know, go Ming Green. What a fun night. Uh, follow us on Twitter if you haven't already. We're up to 150 followers. Getting started. Massive. Uh, massive. Uh, Green Room UNT. Uh, leave us a like, comment, share, subscribe. If you have not already, if you're listening to this on the audio side, um, check out the Dave Campbell's Republic of Football podcast feed. That's where our last podcast was, which we recorded on uh, Tuesday. Yes, today? I don't even know what today is. Today is Thursday. I, when I tell you, I have, I have had a long. This man day. woke up at three thirty this morning to get here. So, what a day! Um, but anyways, yeah, if y'all haven't already, check out the Republic of Football. Follow it. That's where we post our once a week podcast on there. Uh, football. We talked to Reed Smith today, uh, yesterday, <laughs> two and, days ago, uh, two days yeah. ago, three days ago at this point. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but yeah, check that out. So, yeah, thank y'all for joining us, and we will talk to y'all later.